welcome to the Irish Pagan School podcast. Your hosts are authors and co-founders of the Irish Pagan School here in County Waterford, Ireland, Laura O'Brien and John O'Sullivan. Falcha. Tag to ye, focus Falcha. Hi, hello and welcome. It is John O'Sullivan from the Irish Pagan School and we are here with our weekly check-in, coffee chat and talk. So today I'm going to take a bit of time to answer uh, an interesting or to speak to an interesting question that popped up in our community, which is, how do you tell pagan elders that they're wrong? Um, but before we dive into that, I'd like to remind you that we do have that free resource available for you down below in the video description or the audio description, wherever you're listening to this. It is a link that gets you onto our mailing list, but it also then gets you a free download of good resources, resource recommendations from the Irish Pagan School. Um, and, you know, it that really does link into our, our, our conversation today because not all resources are the same. Not all resources have the same value. Not all resources have the same um, investment in academic research or in kind of, you know, going to source or exploring bias or um, even being presented by an individual who lives authentically and ethically. So, yeah, when when we have so many bad resources out there, we like to try and combat that as much as we can and point to a, a list of what we can stand over and say are good resources. So please do join us on our mailing list and pick up that resource. But as I was saying, yeah, not all resources are the same. Not all kind of information out there can be counted on, can be taken at face value, can be kind of believed. And with the advent of kind of AI generated content and how that is going to change the shape of like data creation, data management. Um, it's it's worth kind of having a conversation about it and being aware of it and then holding, shall we say, a better kind of standard for ourselves when it comes to our inquisitiveness. And yeah, I will say a little bit of skepticism as well. Um, so the question actually popped up in our community space and it was, an individual wondering how non-native people practicing Irish paganism can approach the conversation with um, non-native elders in their communities who often cite bad resources. And they gave the, in a particular example, there was one, in, a, a pagan elder in their kind of community who um, built an entire practice around Om. And when this individual found out about it, they were delighted. It's like, great, just I'd love to have this conversation about it. Where did you learn it from? How did you go about it? And this person cited Robert Graves as a source. And um, Robert Graves won't be on a recommended list. Robert Graves appropriated a lot of information and got a lot of information wrong. He is the one who created this idea of a Celtic tree calendar, which, folks, is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so... This person kind of approaching that was felt a little bit uncomfortable. Like, how how do we deal with that? And you know, they were hoping really to get not other non-natives to have the dialogue with, because you know, e even that, I was delighted to see because one of our pretty much one of our motto is authentic connection to Ireland, and we do that by combating misinformation, and that often sets us in a position where, you know, people. <sighs> 
are well yeah people feel that we are telling them that they're wrong that they've made mistakes that everything that they're doing is is terrible and horrible and that they're terrible people because of it that's never the case like what it really comes down to is you know providing better information and um it was a nice kind of query when it popped up in the group. I was delighted to see it and delighted to see that there has been a lot of interaction around how to do it. And, you know, some people were actually saying that they, other individuals responded and said, you know, you know what I do when that happens? I just refer people to the Irish Pagan School. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that means like we're doing it right if people are actually, you know, seeing us as good resources and referring to, uh, referring other individuals towards us. But it still can be uncomfortable. It still can be awkward. And I was actually considering like that a little bit more when I was thinking about it because making mistakes is is human. Part of human nature. Like I, I have made many mistakes in my time. Um actually here's a great example of one. I'm wearing a t-shirt from Elon Otter at the moment and it says Big Daddy, and underneath it in smaller print it says all oh, her. Now, Olahar is one of the epithets of Amdagdamor, the, the god of the Tudadana that I work for. Um, but I misquoted an incorrect translation in my early kind of work with that. If you actually go into the internet, you'll probably find me referring to Olahar as meaning father of many. Um, and it doesn't. I was wrong. Absolutely wrong. Um, a better translation is one that I have learned since from Morgan Daimler. They are an amazing kind of individual and I recommend supporting their work, um, which is all I heard translates, not all father, not father of many, but great or ample father. Um, and when we look at the Dagda, Dagda more like, you know, the big, that kind of greatness, that element to it, um, like the all is the similar kind of information. So. What we end up is with a great or ample father, which then changes our, our focus on our understanding of that deity, because it's not about him having many kids. It's about him being the right kind of father, a great father to those many kids, but also, you know, a big guy, a big, big, big daddy, essentially, which is why I was inspired to make this T-shirt. Um, so I have been wrong. I have no qualms kind of turning up, putting my hands up and saying that I have been wrong. But this is where the conversation of accountability comes in. And when we people when we say the word accountability, some people get very uncomfortable. Um, accountability is not a bad word. Accountability is something we need to be more come very comfortable with because it means being responsible for our actions. But that's all of our actions, including our mistakes. Just because we make a mistake doesn't mean we should erase it from history, you know, and this whole, oh, well, don't speak ill of the dead. Like people who have died, who committed horrible kind of atrocities were terrible people. I'm sorry, we, we don't just erase those things from history just because they're dead now. You know, I, I will speak ill of the dead if they were deserving of my kind of satire or vitriol, as it would be, because they were a, a garbage person or a shit show. Um, so like accountability. Now accountability isn't punishment. And that's where some people kind of think, oh, I've got to be accountable for that. And suddenly it becomes a negative thing. Suddenly it becomes, you know, oh, well, I need to I don't know, make recompense. And like if you've done something wrong, absolutely. You know, what the path of Irish paganism, any of you watching this video following Irish paganism, the early forms of justice in, according to the Breton law, was reciprocal justice. It wasn't about punitive justice. It wasn't, I will take you and bang you up in a way and, you know, lock you up until you've served time. 
you know, it was, oh, well, you broke that fence and therefore their sheep got out. So what you're going to do is you're going to fix that fence, herd all their sheep for them for a month and make up for it. Oh, and that sheep then grazed someone else's field. So you're going to have to clean and, and help kind of seed that field for the next year. You know, that's reciprocal justice. That's, you know, making it right. Restorative. Sorry, not reciprocal. Restorative justice. Um, And so when we talk about accountability, we need to be talking about, you know, those ideas of how do we do better? How do we make right? How do we fill in for what was done wrong? And yeah, I, I made, I absolutely misquoted information in the past. I provided misinformation. I was wrong in doing so. I own that. And the way I make up for it, the way I restore it is I wear a t-shirt and remind people that like all I hurt is big daddy, great or ample father, you know, and I, I make sure that I'm not wrong going forward. I can't change the past but I can learn from it and I can improve. Which then brings us to the one of the quotes that came up in our Irish pagan school community a couple of years ago now. And I absolutely love it and try and live by it as best I can. It's from Maya Angelou. And Maya Angelou is quoted as saying, do the best you can, but when you know better, do better. It's pretty simple. Like we... It, not knowing something, we don't know what we don't know. Ignorance is a thing that is just natural to a certain degree, but intentionally remaining ignorant, that is a different thing. But if you don't know something and then you learn something, change your behaviors, change how you approach it, deal with it in a better way. Don't ignore it. Don't pretend it didn't happen. And so the reason why I bring this conversation to the table is that when we're dealing with people, um, pagan elders in any circumstances, there needs to be a certain compassionate approach to how we go about it because the quality of information they had access to wasn't great. You know, the majority of it was misappropriated content. The majority of it was by cult of personality individuals trying to set up some kind of arrangement to support their own energetic well-being or financial well-being or whatever. Um and in the midst of all of that, they still tried to find some way to live and grow as a spiritual being. So I would always approach those things with compassion first. And, you know, they might not know better. And it's an opportunity wherever possible to say, OK, well, you know, here are other resources. Here are good resources. You know, oh, are you not aware that Robert Graves, like, you know, he kind of made a lot of that stuff up or he appropriated it. He misconstrued some information just to create something that he thought you know, out of his own unique personal gnosis um, that can't be verified. But that then has proliferated so much into what people believe is like the Celtic psyche, that it is this ancient kind of thing. It, it's absolutely not, you know. So it's about having those conversations, being brave enough to have those conversations. And there will be individuals who will be open to that. Anyone who's open to continual growth as part of their spirituality We'll be delighted to keep exploring. We'll be delighted with the the fact that we have a new world of information, new world of access to information to help them grow and change as a spiritual individual continually, because that's really what we should be doing. But of course, there will be individuals who are closed minds about it. It's like, well, no, that's my tradition. That is how I was taught to do it. And that's just the way it has to be done. You know, I remember having a conversation and, you know, there was a rather heated disagreement and I was like well no this this is this is our ritual practice this is our traditional practice and I was like okay well you know I understand that but you do know that it's it's based on 
false information or it's based on appropriate information. And, you know, the person wasn't budging on it. I was like, okay, well, listen, I'll have to leave it going. I was like, no, no, my tradition, it's my tradition. I was like, okay. And then like, then they kind of told us like, you know, we've been doing this for 30 years. It's a tradition. I was like, oh, right. Okay. So your 30 years overrules like the hundreds of thousands of years of like, you know, previous information because it's personally spiritual to you. And that's really where people get stuck when like people don't like being told they're wrong or that they've made a mistake. But we really need to change our mindset around that. We need to be open to learning. And that includes learning from our mistakes. We don't like it. We get uncomfortable when people are like, oh, you do know you made a mistake there. It can sometimes come down to the approach. You know, if someone like comes to me and is like, John, actually, you know, like Morgan did, actually, Morgan was like, you've got that translation wrong. And I was like, oh, great. What? How do I learn and do better? You know, but if someone was like, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Made all like instantly going to get my back but that doesn't invalidate the fact that i made a mistake um and so making mistakes are part of the human nature it just is but learning from mistakes and doing better is a huge opportunity for growth and that is one thing we will always encourage at the irish pagan school in all of our communities like it's okay to be wrong it's okay to make a mistake if you're willing to be open to learn from it and change and grow so that is our chat there for today. I will remind you again, if you are looking for a list of good resources as recommended by the Irish Pagan School, pop down into the description below, grab the link, join our mailing list where you get on uh, a couple of emails a week from us, letting you know what's going on, what what are free resources we're giving out on a regular basis and what upcoming classes or events we're doing at the school. But it does get you that crucial kind of download for that free information from us about good resources. And I would finish off really by saying, it's okay. Make your mistakes. That's fine. Learn from them. And don't give yourself a hard time about it. Until next time, look after yourself. Take care. August Slon. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a positive review in your podcast listener. Then head over to irishpaganschool.com and enroll in one of our free or paid courses. Slong a full and we will see you next time.